You're a busy provider trying to stay current with the latest HIV testing, prevention, and treatment guidelines, and your pockets are overflowing with note cards. You need a convenient, trustworthy source for HIV testing, treatment, prevention, and care protocols. All healthcare professionals have a role in stopping HIV. Introducing HIV Care Tools from the AIDS Education and Training Center program. The HIV Care Tools mobile app is simple, free, and fully functional offline or online. It features quick guides for HIV prevention, screening, testing, diagnosis, and treatment. HIV Care Tools provides common clinical calculators used in HIV management and provide validated screening tools for comorbidities such as depression, substance use disorders, and PTSD. And if you need clinician-to-clinician consultation, HIV Care Tools provides one-touch access to free clinical consultation services by a multidisciplinary team of experts. Take us with you. Download HIV Care Tools today. Welcome to Nika in the Know, a podcast for healthcare providers in the HIV field. I'm Mariana Braitman. Today, I'm sitting down with John Farragon to talk about highlights from an article published on the use of ARV intensification for neurocognitive disorders from the ACTG 5324 study. Welcome again, John. Thanks, Mariana. Happy to be here again. So, John, let's just dive right in. What do we know about neurocognitive impairment in PWH on ARV therapy? Yeah, so sure. Um, let's quick, you know, neuro, neurocognitive impairment, I think, in, in people with HIV is, is pretty common, especially as patients get older um, and for patients who have been infected for many years. Um, the reason why this is happening, I think, is really likely to do to many reasons, but may result from persistent HIV replication in the central nervous system. So, you know, if we have patients who uh, who don't have undetectable viral loads, or even if they do have detectable viral loads, there's a potential chance that there may be ongoing replication in the central nervous system, causing neurocognitive impairment. Um, and really, um, interventions really have looked at this over the years, looking using drugs with higher CNS penetration scores um, with, with neurocognitive impairment. But one strategy that would, was looked at here in the ACTG 53T4 study is to look at intensification of different drugs. So, so the question is, you know, if you add a drug to somebody's regimen, is their neuro, neurocognitive impairment going to get better? And that's really was really the big question. And so far, as far as I know, I think this this five three two four study is the largest randomized study um, that that's uh, that's been looked at with ART intensification for people who living with HIV who have neurocognitive impairment. And this study was actually published in in the May. 2023 uh, uh, CID, clinical infectious diseases, and the lead author was Scott Latender, which who's done a lot of this work, um, a physician who's done a lot of this work in in, um, in this in this area over the years. So interesting, interesting study, you know, to look at it, RAT intensification see if that works to to make a difference here for people. And how exactly was this done? Yeah, sure. So so this is a randomized study, um, and it was a double blind placebo controlled trial of um, basically looking at ART intensification with dolutegavir uh, plus maraviroc, um, dolutegavir plus placebo, or dual placebo therapy in, in persons living with HIV. And these are people who had undetectable viral loads on uh, antiretroviral therapy and had basically either asymptomatic or symptomatic um, neurocognitive impairment. This ranged anywhere from mild 
um, to uh, uh, mild neurocognitive disorders to HIV-associated dementia. So again, a wide range of patients, and that's how the neurocognitive impairment was, 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 was defined. But this trial really is assessing efficacy over 96 weeks of adding two well-tolerated drugs, the dolutegavir maraviroc, um, to a suppressive ART regimen uh, in, in persons living with HIV with neurocognitive impairment. So just a couple of reasons. Uh, this is important too, Mariana. Why would they pick these drugs? What's the What's the rationale for this? So Maraviroc was chosen because it really has really good CSF, CSS, CSF concentration. So their cerebral spinal fluid concentrations from Maraviroc are really good uh, and, and are usually in therapeutic ranges for most patients that receive it. And then the, pri the primary target cells in the CNS predominantly um, express this uh, receptor CCR5. So we haven't mentioned this yet, but Maraviroc is a CCR5 inhibitor. So because most of the target cells in the CNS express mostly CCR5, you would assume really good activity uh, with a CCR5 inhibitor like Maraviroc. And then also inhibition of CCR5 may also decrease um, migration of some of the lymphocytes into the central nervous system. And that's been shown in some studies. And, and so that's one reason. So what about dolutegavir? Why would they pick that? So really, this is really good because the CSF concentration is also very good for dolutegavir, often in the therapeutic range. And it also has been um, shown to have reliable antiviral activity uh, in integration inhibitor naive individuals. So again, so when you think about why we picked or why ACTG picked Maraviroc and, and dolutegavir as kind of the, the, um, the intensification arm to see what would happen, that's kind of the rationale for each of each of those drugs. Um, Maraviroc, I think, really has the has kind of the most most highest. I think the the best rationale for adding adding uh, to somebody's undetectable regimen to see if it makes a difference for neurocognitive impairment. Okay, so what exactly did they find? Yeah, so so basically they did a lot of different assessments, and and I'll talk about these kind of as we go through, but. There was um, assessments repeated at 24, 48, 72, and 96 weeks. So again, we're looking out, you know, out to, um, uh, you, you know, this this is a study that's, you know, looking at um, you know, roughly roughly a total of two years, four assessments over two years. And the primary outcome here is really the change from baseline to week 48 on the on these normalized total Z scores, which is basically it's the it's the average of individual neurocognitive test Z Z scores. So these Z scores are the basically way they normalize them, and they're basically a way for them to kind of, you know, look at somebody's neurocognitive impairment changes over time. So they screened 357 patients, 191 patients were enrolled, mostly men, about 70%, mostly um, were, were black race, 51%, uh, Hispanic ethnicity was about 22%, and then the mean age was 52 years with a with a T-cell count of 681, uh, on, that was the mean CD4 count. So again, these are Again, remember, these are patients that are suppressed, they're doing well in their therapy, but they still have neurocognitive impairment despite having really good CD4 counts and, and undetectable viral loads. Most of the patients, about 65%, had symptomatic associated neurocognitive disorder. Um, and then if we look at adverse events, again, we're, we're rare, um, 15 or 8% of the patients uh, discontinued doing adverse events, and it did not different differ whether they got dolutegavir alone or dolutegavir plus maraviroc in, uh, in, the, in the different arms. So what they also looked at too is, is they looked at depressive symptoms, obviously the, the total Z-score, but depressive symptoms, daily functioning, um, and that actually did improve over time in all arms, 
with with no significant differences between them at week 48 or later. So the important piece there is that regardless of whether it's around placebo, placebo plus dolutegavir or dolutegavir plus maraviroc, there was no significant differences between the different arms at 48 weeks or later. So again, we're not seeing any changes, um, but the Z-scores, depressive symptoms, and daily functioning did improve over time. So really, you know, the biggest point here is that it's, it's the largest randomized placebo-controlled ART intensification study for neurocognitive impairment for people living with HIV. And basically, the, the point, Mariana, here is that the, it really did not support empiric uh, intensification of, of, of antiretroviral therapy as a treatment for neurocognitive impairment in these patients who are on suppressive ART. It also does not support um, that dolutegavir adversely affects cognition, mood, or weight, which I think is also another issue. Some people think that dolutegavir may have, you know, some CNS side effects. And clearly in this study, again, decent number of patients too. We're looking at 100, almost 200 patients, 191, really no change in, in cognition in, in, in this population. Um, if you look at some of the Z-scores that they looked at, you know, for example, attention, uh, working memory, executive function, fine motor skills, um, speed of information processing, verbal learning, verbal memory. And when you look at the, the different arms of the study, whether it's dual placebo, dolutegavir plus placebo, dolutegavir plus maraviroc, and again, against, again, in combination with their antiretroviral therapy, which is suppressive in, in most patients, you know, not, not really big changes uh, comparing, you know, the, the three different arms uh, of the study uh, compared compared to placebo. So I think that's an important piece too, that the, you know, the the regardless of which arm you were in, it really wasn't much of a difference based on uh, based on some of those measures. Now, what does this all mean for HIV care providers and the HIV community? Well, I think the implications are really important in that this is the, really the largest uh, randomized study, at least, and placebo-controlled as well, of ART intensification for people with, with, with persons living with HIV with neurocognitive impairment. The findings do not support empiric ART intensification as a treatment strategy. Uh, it doesn't support that dolutegavir adversely, adversely affects cognition, mood, or weight gain. Um, you know, in, in, in all arms, that Z-score improved, improved uh, between baseline and the primary outcome of week 48, it was consistent with practice of effects, but did not differ between the different arms, whether you're on placebo, dual placebo, dolutegavir placebo, dual placebo, or dolutegavir plus maraviroc. And that Z-score did not differ between the arms either over 96 weeks. And the individual Z-score is also improved over time in the entire group, but did not differ between between the arms, um, which, which I think is really the key piece here. So except for verbal memory was a little bit better, 48 and 72 weeks in verbal learning, but um, again, proved a little bit more in the dolutegavir-maraviroc arm than in the dual placebo arm. But in reality, you know what what that actually means. I think it's hard to hard to quantify, quantify clinically um, for from for most for most patients in this study. As we begin to wrap up, any final thoughts for listeners today? Yeah, so I, I think I think we agree a couple things, Marianne, that I think is important. You know, our patients are getting older, right? So we, we talk about aging all the time and aging and HIV. You know, there's there's a lot of work being done uh, in this area, and the premise for the trial was that neurocognitive impairment in persons with HIV um, uh, taking ART is is due to persistent HIV replication. But the findings do not support this, this conclusion. So the neurocognitive performance improved over 96 weeks, but it did not differ by arm, which is important. So while it got better, it didn't matter if you were on placebo or not. So stratification and sensitivity analysis that didn't identify subgroups who would benefit from active study drug, nor did the adjustments for demographic or other characteristics. So the results of neurocognitive testing 
were really further supported by a lack of differences between the arms, even in depressive symptoms or um, you know independent activities of daily living. So the bottom line with this whole thing, Mariana, these findings provide strong evidence that ART intensification with some of our currently available ART drugs, which we know are gonna work in the CNS, is not an effective strategy to treat patients who have existing neurocognitive impairment in persons living with HIV who are already taking suppressive therapy for, 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 their, for their HIV, HIV disease. John, thanks so much for joining us and telling us about some of the highlights of this intensification study for NCI. We really hope you learned something new today. To learn more about Nika AETC's work and our role in ending the HIV epidemic, visit us at www.nikaaetc.org. That's www.nikaaetc.org. If you have questions or comments about anything we covered today, or if you have suggestions for topics you'd like to hear us talk about, don't hesitate to email us at podcast at nikaaetc.org. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at nikaaetc.org. We'll be taking a summer hiatus in August, so stay safe, and we'll see you in the fall for our next season of Nika in the Know. This presentation is supported by the Health Resources and Services Administration, HRSA, of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS. The contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of, nor an endorsement by HRSA, HHS, or the U.S. government.